Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 82.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't write nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't right. No, I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage, bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, James lobs for Davis. He gets oh. to the rim. Conchar blocks Davis and dunk. Oh, the fans love it. Anthony Davis brought the right hand back, and John Conchar makes his presence known to the rest of the country. Grizz fans love him. Conchar said, no, sir, AD. Give me that. Not in my house. James lobs for Davis. He gets oh. to the rim. Conchar blocks Davis and dunk. Oh, the fans love it. Anthony Davis brought the right hand back, and John Conchar makes his presence known to the rest of the country. Grizz fans love him. Conchar said, no, sir, AD. Give me that. Not in my house. James lobs for Davis. He gets oh. to the rim. Conchar blocks Davis' dunk. Oh, the fans love it. Anthony Davis brought the right hand back, and John Conchar makes his presence known to the rest of the country. Grizz fans love him. Conchar said, no, sir, AD. Give me that. Not in my house. <laughs> I like the give me that. I think the give me that's my favorite part. Oh, Happy yeah. Thursday, everybody. Uh, I, I said yesterday during the game that if the Grizzlies won, the show would consist of, I said this on Twitter, uh, that block on a two-hour loop. And uh, I thought about it. 
I thought about it, Jeffrey. Uh, let's uh, let's just fire it up again. Let's hear it. Let's hear it one more time. Listen to Elliot, particularly this time. James lobs for Davis. He gets oh. the rip. Conchar blocks Davis's dunk. Oh, the fans love it. Anthony Davis brought the right hand back, and John Conchar makes his presence known to the rest of the country. Grizz fans love him. Conchar said, no, sir, AD. Give me that. Not in my house. James. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I, I can't in good conscience, as tempting as it may be. Uh, play that on a two-hour loop, but it would be uh, fun. And uh, it is Thursday. Um, there are lots of things we talked to. There's Memphis recruiting news. Did you see the Elon Musk's ro- rocket ship just blew up? I did not see that. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just the uh, the biggest rocket ship star starship star whatever. Was it a man flight? No, 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 no. It's a was not a manned or woman flight. It's a uh, just a, a big ass flight, and uh, it evidently launched and then collapsed. Uh, so we won't get to that. And sadly, I want to commend Kevin Cerrito for uh, his flexibility. Um, we made the executive decision: no trivia today, which means no prizes, and it also means you uh, wherever you're playing trivia out there in the world with Kevin. Uh, you won't have the, the 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 one answer that you can always listen for on the Jeff Calkins show. But we thought, given the events of last night, it was important to uh, to hear from y'all. And we have a full show, and so uh, we're going to talk about the game. And then we have going to have Dan Devine on, of course, uh, perfectly timed to talk about the Grizzlies and the NBA. And then we're going to have Chris Harrington. And so the only slot when I could talk to y'all about the game and the events of last night, the only spot was in the trivia spot. So we made that difficult executive decision. Jeff just wants me to stew on a loss for longer. And I do just want Jeffrey to, you, you know, the, when you lose, you want to get right back mm-hmm. out there. And uh, it's not unlike the Grizzlies. They had to wait two, two days um, between, uh, between games one and two. So the lineup today. Uh, is uh, us for a little bit here, and then Dan Devine, and then Chris Harrington, and then you. Uh, I did think we would start up. We have a few other highlights, Jeffrey. Let's start up by listening to what else we got from last night's 103-93 win over the Los Angeles. Brooks with Bain on his left, goes down the right side of the lane, and jams with the right hand. James got caught in the screen, and Brooks got a wide open lane to the bucket. Long shots, Eric, long rebound. Dylan Brooks did a good job. Nobody picked him up, attacked the basket. That was one where Dylan did not come. Dylan, he can really frustrate you, can he? And we'll get to his comments uh, uh, in a bit. Um, But Dylan putting up jumpers has not necessarily been a pretty sight in this series. He is 10 of 27 for the series. But he threw that one down. What's next? Kennard into the corner. Roddy open look at a three. Ring it up. Put three on the board. The rookie, David Roddy, buries the triple. Grizzlies back up seven. Kennard steals the inbound. He steps back for three. Gets fouled and hits. 
Bring it up. Put three on the board. Kennard stole the inbound pass. Backed up to the left wing and buries the triple with contact. So we were sitting on the other side of the floor. Yeah. It was so loud at that point, I didn't even hear the whistle. I assumed, like, I was like, he, I was like, where's the foul? Where's the foul? And then it's like, oh, they called it. I just didn't hear it. The entire night, everything that was missing from game one. Yes. Like, that made you feel like this is a Grizzlies playoff game. You had in game two. And, and some of that's just because there's a victory, right? But honestly, sure. even had the Grizzlies emerged with the victory in game one, it would not, it was not the raucous. It was a very different atmosphere. It, it was. I, it was wild from from the start last night, and I don't know. Like there were moments when you're when you're like, "This is different." Uh, obviously, John Conchar's block was one such moment. Here's a guy, six five, undrafted. Uh, most NBA fans have no idea who John Conchar is, right? Against yes. Anthony Davis, Hall of Famer, who destroyed the Grizzlies in game one. His brow is more famous than more people certainly know about his eyebrow. Yes. Than know about John Conzar's very, too rich to have a very existence. <laughs> and he gets the ball. And you're like, how are you going to handle Anthony Davis? That's the fundamental problem of the series. Now you don't have John Moran. And Jitty goes up and blocks that shot. I, I think it was emblematic of the night, but that moment that we just heard, when you get the Roddy bucket and then you get the Canard steal and three, crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, there were others. You had the Tillman three. Well, let's keep listening. Davis's fadeaway doesn't go. Rebounded by Aldama. Santi with six rebounds. Lead out ahead, Tillman. Tillman gets by Davis. Again going up and under. Shielding the big man with the rim. Lays it up and in with the left hand. Grizzlies by 15. And they are waving the growl towels inside the FedEx Forum. Tillman, obviously. Uh, maybe the story of the game. We'll get to him in, in a bit as well. What else do we got? Jones will cross the timeline with a minute to go. Top of the arc, Jackson. Quick trigger, straight away three. Bring it up. Put three on the board. Jaron Jackson Jr. with a big triple for the Grizz. Jaron played 40 minutes. Uh, that was, to me, the most impressive thing. Um, I, you can't survive when he's for long, when he's not on the court. Um, at one point, they were going with a front line of Roddy, Aldama, and Tillman. Uh, against the, and maybe they're not the Showtime Lakers, but against LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the Los Angeles Lakers. And so for Jaron Jackson Jr. to be able to play 40 minutes, 18 points, um, was absolutely critical. Next. The aforementioned Tillman three. Bain finds Brooks left sideline. James gave him the three. He kicks it out, Tillman. He'll tee up a three. Why not? Ring it up. Put three on the board, Xavier. Tillman with 19. What a night for X. Look, we needed another person to step up. We talked about that. Needed some other to step up, and Tillman has done it tonight. Had tip to Chris Harrington there. Um, out of the blue, two days ago, Chris asked Tillman, hey, Back when you were a rookie, you shot 
three. What happened to the three ball? What happened to the three? And uh, and obviously, famously, in the play-in game against the Warriors, hit a big three. And the threes have gone away. And not just the threes have gone away. The even Game one, even just a 12-foot jumper just had gone. Offense. wouldn't do anything. But it was almost as if Chris spoke it into existence. And everyone... <laughs> Everyone on sitting there on the media row, as soon as uh, Tillman hits that three, looks over at Chris Harrington and nods in appreciation uh, because uh, Tillman, with in addition to everything else, a big three. One more. Three on the way. Too strong. Offensive rebound is Xavier Tillman. He'll kick it out to Jones. 90 seconds left. 10 on the shot clock. Jones with Russell right there. Jones to the right side, Brooks. Tees up a three. Bring it up. Put three on the board. A second chance triple for the Grizz. Pushes the lead to 11. So that was it, 103-93. The Grizzlies even the series at one game apiece. Um, So much for the uh, Stephen A. Grizzlies are done. Grizzlies are toast. Take. Uh, they live. John Morant, I imagine, will be back for game three. And we got a series. So that was a hell of a lot of fun last night. Let's we'll start with Ja. Let's just take it, take go go through how the how the day unfolded. Um we get to the arena. And the word is that it's still gonna be, and we we talked to Taylor Jenkins. Uh, roughly two hours before the game tips off. And the word is that it's going to be a game-time decision. And uh, then he needs some final tests. And then it's a matter of him having confidence in the hand. And, um, And honestly, I left that media session thinking he would play. Among other things, as as, uh, as various people pointed out, when Jock comes to the arena knowing he's not going to play, he doesn't come in sweats. He came to the arena in sweats last night. After that media session, I thought he was going to play. And then it comes up, Jock inactive. He was uh, wearing a smiley face cap and a compression glove on his right hand and the word afterward was that it was a collective decision that given his limitations um, go ahead and try to win without him because he's know they can win without him and and hope you get him back sooner rather than later it was interesting though because like when Jared was talking about it uh, after the game, he said, you know, it's up to him. He said, I'm with him, and if he doesn't feel comfortable, and it's up to him. But it was, it was, it did, I don't want to make a big deal of it, but it didn't sound like, ah, there's just no, it, there wasn't a, the theme was not, there is no way he could have played, his hand is mangled. The theme was, he didn't feel comfortable. And obviously, given the way it turned out, um, you do want, you need effective players out there. Uh, I, I, I think, I think some, I, I, I hate to, 
thinks there's there are various players who would have played through that injury yesterday last night. Do you think that's fair? I think Jaron thinks that. The way that he said it, it's up to him. It's why I put stock in what he said Sunday. Yeah. He said it's up to him. And so I think there are players who would have played through that. I don't think it's a big schism in the team or anything, but I think it bears watching because eh, Taylor Jenkins said he's a warrior. He'd do anything to be out there, and it's a collective decision. But the players, Jaron went on to say, and I'm, I'm back, and I'm backing him. He said if he doesn't feel comfortable, he doesn't feel comfortable. But Jaron made it seem like it's just his decision about how much pain he's willing to play with. So it was. It certainly bears watching. I would imagine he will be back for Game Three. Don't you imagine he will be back for Game Three? Yes. If it was touch and go last night, up to the last final minutes, I would imagine he would uh, be ready to go for Game Three. So then, uh, so then you got who you got, and it is a reminder that this is what the Grizzlies do. There is a lot of attention, and justifiably. We we saw it from Dylan Brooks again later on in the evening, which we'll talk about in a minute. The national narrative around the Grizzlies is what a bunch of talkers who talk more than they, who, you know, yapping, haven't done anything. Talk way more than they produce. That's all, that is, that, and that's because they've got Dylan and they've got Ja. Jaron's known to talk a little bit, but mostly, honestly, it's it's mostly it's Des, Dylan. Dez is known to talk. Dell is and Dez. We were, we actually were in the locker room. We were going through it. Dez, Jaron, absolutely will. Um, uh, but it's more than anyone. It's Dylan, and then it's Ja. And there is, in addition to all that, I I think that narrative, while true, in some ways. It obscures the other part that people used to celebrate and think about and focus on, which is they're just absolutely undaunted. They are knitted together. They are an incredibly close, fiercely competitive group. And so while all of us are obsessing over Jaws' hand for the last two days, they are obsessing over how to beat the Lakers. And... I remember two days ago, uh, someone asked uh, Taylor Jenkins, so, uh, you know, who's going to emerge as the uh, unlikely hero? And, uh, or something like that. And he just said, someone on the Grizzlies roster. That's what he said. Someone on the Grizzlies roster. And it turned out it was a hell of a lot of people on the Grizzlies roster. It was reminiscent, only now on the playoff stage, of the Brooklyn regular season game two years ago when ESPN was here. And when there was no jaw and they beat the hell out of the, 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 the Nets anyway, and that was the Nets with Kyrie and the Nets with KD. It was reminiscent of the Golden State game after Ja had been suspended this year. Didn't have Steven Adams, didn't have Brandon Clark, didn't have Ja. Warriors coming to town, beat the hell out of them. They find a way. Like, it's, it's all these cliches when applied to the fiercely competitive Memphis Grizzlies, seem to be true. And I think that partly accounts for, Jeffrey, we were talking about the different atmosphere. It was a we are up against it, 
weekend. Like, it, they're the two seed, but they were not the two seed last night. They were decided underdogs. You're in Memphis, and it was a throwback to the chip on the shoulder. We can do it no matter who we got atmosphere. And so when Jitty does what Jitty does, and with Roddy and Kennard do what they do, the crowd is, I don't know, what did it feel like from where you were sitting? There was a raucousness, a just watch us feel to the whole thing that was absolutely missing Sunday. I'd like to think that we all took a look in the mirror after <laughs> Sunday and we realized. Had to be better. We got to be better. And I, it felt all for one, one for all. And, I mean, it was electric. I, I was even impressed, you know, I was under 6.30 start. Like I was like, is it going to be kind of a late filing crowd? No, everybody was in there, and I mean, it was it was just electric. The list of uh, players who were better include Luke Kennard. Yes, uh, three of four from three this time, uh, thirteen points, six rebounds as well. Uh, David Roddy with three three pointers did not look like a deer in the headlights last night. Did he? and and freaking bumping with LeBron. Yes. I mean, there were multiple. There was a moment on the break where he defended LeBron absolutely perfectly. There was a moment where he's he was like face guarding him, and my, my wife just goes, "Oh, this is not going to go well," and it did actually. Roddy said after the game that when the Grizzlies drafted him, he called up "Whoop That Trick" and watched the video of it, and just imagined that he would uh, be in that someday. And last night, he said it was as good as he had dreamed. Atias with Atias Knight, eight assists, you know, limited the turnovers, which therefore limited the Lakers' fast break. Uh, so he was 36 minutes. Like, you got what you expected out of Tyus. And then Jitty with the block. And another block, by the way. <laughs> Just to show it wasn't a fluke, mm-hmm. he blocked him again. And then Xavier Tillman. I, what what can you say? I, literally, if you asked Grizzlies fans and Cognoscenti about what adjustment they wanted or expected heading into game two, it was bench or limit Xavier Tillman Sr. Yeah. Go small, put him on the bench, he does nothing. Or or, or he, he needs to justify nothing. he needs to justify yes. his existence. But it was yes. it was it was, it, was same... it was a quick it was a quick hook. Yeah. Let's you can't have nothing and you can't, by the way. That was Agreed. that was a fair criticism and it was a criticism that Xavier Tillman leveled on himself. He said he watched game one at least four times, and he realized he just had to do something. Yeah. Like like in the end, if you're going to be there, you have to do something. And so he did. 22 points, 13 rebounds, 10 of 13 from the field, and as a, uh, as a national media member said in the locker room last night, he kicked AD's ass. AD was 4 of 14, 13 points, 8 rebounds. Now, I gather on the broadcast he was just getting crushed. And, in fact, one of the interesting things now going forward is, I heard Barkley talking about this in a clip, was this, hey, credit to the Grizzlies, or was this, what a pitiful performance by the Lakers. Didn't show up, didn't try, whatever else. LeBron tried. You know, LeBron was on offense. responsible for that. Yes, he was on offense. Um, 
But uh, Sean Coleman, who is uh, who writes and thinks and tweets about the Grizzlies, he pointed out two things on Twitter that I thought were interesting. Uh, there are two Memphis Grizzlies with playoff double-doubles shooting 75% from the field or better. Tillman and Marc Gasol. And uh, going, off, going for 20 and 10, shooting 75% or better, uh, has done has been done a bunch in the playoffs by players 25 years old or younger, 49 times actually, 2010, 75%, but only three of them were second-round draft picks. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, Paul Millsap, and now Xavier Tillman. The guy was unbelievable. And, and this is the guy who, who said when we first learned what the matchup would be, who just said, I oh, got I'm I'm really I'm thrilled to be playing against LeBron. As a kid, I didn't even dream of this. And maybe there was some of that in game one. But by last night, it had absolutely worn off. And a magnificent, magnificent performance by Xavier Tillman. Chris Harrington has written about it in the Daily Memphian. I'd urge you to read his piece, which is as as usual, excellent. Further thoughts on the game before we get to Dylan's comments. Um, you know, I, I think we saw, like, it's still, it comes down to shooting. Like, a in, lot of it is shooting. You know, in the end. Here's the thing, though. The Grizzlies still haven't gotten great shooting. You know no, what Dez but, shot last night? Six of 18, one of six. No, no, no. But the other end. Des, of, that, oh, this is oh, where. the Lakers. The yes, Lakers. Everyone the, was acting like the Lakers, like what they showed on Sunday. That now, was an exceptional shooting except performance. Except for Rui. Rui he is, is still, who, he's, Rui is still Rui. But you limited him to 20. To tw- you limited him to Held 20. Held him to 20. All you got is you can't stop him. No, he's Just on a heater. Just hope to contain him. But it was good to see D'Lo back. Uh, I, oh. I was I was getting it. D'Angelo Russell was just awful. I, I was he I was, was all over awful. him. I was I gave him the let him shoot. Uh, please, please keep shooting, keep shooting. It was just phenomenal to see that again. Lakers' uh, first game were 16 of 37 from three. It, it's honestly not even just how many they made. It's also how many good looks they got. And that was the focus of Taylor Jenkins for so much of this, was this is crazy how crappy we played. Uh, last night they were 7 of 26 from three. Grizzlies were 11 of 26 from three. Grizzlies have to outshoot the Lakers. Certainly without John Morant, they have to. And they did last night. I mean, that was kind of the other big takeaway that I had. I think Taylor Jenkins was telling the truth when he said we played like crap. Yeah, he, the other he, yesterday he said we played terribly. Yeah, like, and I think that's true. Uh, it, it was not a classic last night by any stretch. Uh, so, um, but but they they did not play terribly. They played in spite. They played fiercely. They played fiercely. They did not play terribly, and. Uh, and, and a victory is what we got. So then uh, Dylan Brooks is always one of the last people in the to talk in the locker room. And I want to call particular attention. Do we have this from the very beginning, Drew's question included? So Drew's I have question. it teed up right at when Drew starts talking. Yeah. So sadly, and there's a lot of audio and video going around, and I am starring in a lot of it. And I want to apologize for my cackle. when you'll, you'll hear the first thing Dylan says and I cackle and I think I was just so stunned. I was so stunned that Dylan said this, that I'll be honest. 
Maybe it was like in the Elliot Perry. You know, it was like it, it, it involuntary was the, it reaction. Was the yeah. Involuntary. What the hell did he just say? So let's let's go to the cackle, deal with the cackle, and then we'll deal with the full comments. There are some people, Lakers are making that run. They get it to 14. You and LeBron have that exchange. There are people out there that say maybe maybe you shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. What, I guess what what were you thinking? In I that don't care. He's old. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, That's it. Stop the cackle. A little muttering, I don't care. He's old. You just don't expect someone to come out and say about LeBron James, I don't care. He's old. Correct. I In think, fact, it's a ridic- I'm surprised more people didn't have the same reaction. It's a ridiculous thing to say. Correct. But I apologize because that freaking cackle. I, I was like, what in the world did he just say? All right, carry on. We'll listen. We'll, we'll give you the full uh we'll give you the full Dylan Brooks experience here. Here, here. Here's the rest of it. There are some people, Lakers are making that run, they get it to 14. You and LeBron have that exchange. There are people out there that say maybe maybe you shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. What, I guess what what were you thinking? In I that don't moment? care. He's old. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I was waiting for that. I was expecting him to do that game four, game five. He wanted to say something. I got my fourth foul. Um, shouldn't have said that earlier on. Um, but, you know, I poke bears. Um... I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. Um, so um, I pride myself on, you know, what I do is defense and taking on any challenge that's on the board. If it's LeBron, if it's AD, if it's whoever, um, I play my heart out. So, you know, um, he knows that. You know, they most of the NBA knows that. And I know my guys know that. And I try to get them on that same type of time every time we, every time we touch that floor. What do you say? Huh? What did he say to you? What? You just said he said something. Moment. Yeah. Oh, he just said, uh, you know, you're done for getting that foul, you know, for fourth foul. And then, uh, you know, I play, I play hard. You know, I got to find a way to, you know, not get the fouls on, like, Reeves on the transition or Rui when he's driving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, use those fouls, you know, for LeBron and AD and, you know, the guys when yeah. I'm guarding. Um, especially when, you know, refs want to call the ticky-tack stuff. Um, you know, we've been watching the playoffs and, Stuff's hard nosed, um, and you know they're finding ways to you know bring back that regular season stuff. You know it's you know I ain't for that. I'm here for the playoffs, so I hope they you know get that under control. Now so he says you're dumb, and so what's your response there? Um, you know um, what did I say? I said oh I said um, you know finally you want to talk. You know we started getting into a you know conversation. I just let him know that, you know, you don't, you can't take me one-on-one. You know, you have it. You can go look at the film. He doesn't really take me one-on-one until that moment. And then when he got subbed out, he was tired. That's why I did my job. Dylan, you're a thoughtful and very quotable guy. Mm. So I want to check with something that you said. You said that you don't respect anyone until they come at yeah. But he is the all-time leading scorer. Yeah, for so sure. You, you know, so you he, have obviously you got to have, have some respect. You know, he's, he's a legend. Um, you know, he's LeBron James. But, you know, when I'm on that floor, you're just another player to me. I don't care who you are. You're just 6'8", 270 pounds, and you're a basketball player. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's where, you know, guys, you know, they don't see that part of the game where, like, oh, you know, I had those moments. Year one, year two, where it's like, oh, he's glowing. 
you know, he's, he's shining, you know what I mean? But now I'm creating a name for myself. So, you know, you can't be looking at these guys like he's LeBron James. He's just another basketball player, and I'm ready for a challenge every single night. Hey, Dylan, uh, after the game, you went straight to get your daughter before you did your post game. Yeah. How special was that to go over there to get her, to have her there with you with doing uh, the interview? It's great. You know, um, she's going to grow up watching these. You might not remember it. Um, but, you know, there's pictures and stuff. And um, it's just, you know, I just, it just uh, you know, share a moment with my daughter on, you know, in this, in this work, you know what I mean? I get to share that moment with her, and she's so happy, and she tells me I played a good game, and, you know, she doesn't really know what's going on, but, you know, um, it's just it's just special. Um, so, you know, I try to get those moments all the time. How you special think, was the last few seconds of the game when that song stopped playing? Oh, I love that song. I was mad on game one we didn't get to be able to get that song out there, but, you know, um, uh, it's, a, it's, our, it's our track, it's our song, and, you know, we got to, you know, keep finding ways at home to, you know, get that track going because it gets us, gets, it gets us going. Are you surprised? No job. What was your, what, how did that play out? When did no, you I was surprised. Um, you know, we were ready for it. You know, um, I thought, you know, watching him, you know, work through, you know, um, work through, you know, workouts and stuff like that, that he wasn't ready yet. You know, we're ready. You know, he probably told you guys that, you know, he's got all trust in us. And, um, you know, whatever happens going forward, um, you know, we're going to be ready. I imagine from these comments you have, you have about LeBron, when L.A. gets wind of them, are you prepared for a rude welcome there? The crypto yeah, they center? booed me when I was there before. <laughs> you know, I get booed everywhere I go. It doesn't matter to me. You know, it just gets me going. Been booed for about three years in the playoffs. So, you know, it's just it just knows. It just goes to show that, you know, people know the name and they got a boo. The name, Dylan Brooks. Do you feel like you put a target on your back? Been out of target. You know that. Why <laughs> <laughs> you asking that question? Been out of target every single night. You, you've been. Uh, it seems like you've been buying him up. You listed his he's six eight two. Yeah. It seems like you've really been getting into him. Yeah. Um, how does, like, what's that contact like? And do you, how do you feel like that is going for you? Well, it's going well. You know, I'm trying to. You know, trying to within within you know not fouling, mm-hmm. you know just little bumps here and there, you know just to get him tired. You know he's he's a special player. Um, you know and you, that's what you that's what you got to do. That's the recipe with these special players. They want to play in space. They want to not be touched. And, da, 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 and that's when the regular season, you know, shows it off. But you know when you get to the playoffs and bumps are allowed and stuff like that, you know it wears on him. And is the age, you mentioned he's old. Is that part of the wearing him down? Is he part of the... A little bit, yeah. You know, he's not at the same level as he was when he was on Cleveland, when he went championships, Miami. You know, I wish I got, to, I got to see that. You know what I mean? It would have been a harder harder task. But, you know, I'm playing. I'm playing with what I got, you know? So, you know, just wear and tear on him throughout a seven-game series and see if he can take it. See if he wants to play the one-on-one battle or if he wants to be out in the... On the sideline, shooting the basketball. Can you can you wear him down mentally as well as physically? I got him today. You got I got him talking to me. So we'll see in the game three if he keeps talking, and I'm all there for it. Oh, hey, you're three and zero with no shirts on pregame. Are you taking this shirt to LA, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna be taking the shirt to LA. I don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I might I might mix in. All right, so there you go. Uh, uh, Dylan Grizzlies are three and zero when he is arrives shirtless at the game. Your thoughts on Dylan's interview? 
I mean, obviously, it's going to have the reaction that is expected of, oh, you called out LeBron, like, this will this will go poorly. I think that part of the strategy is I think he wants to wear LeBron down. And I think that you call him out and maybe you get him to play, not play within himself. And Let me ask you this. I actually am, relative to a lot of Memphians, a Dylan guy, like, I, I don't. First of all, I actually appreciate his candor. Uh-huh. Um, and I also understand that to be Dylan Brooks, you can't look at him as LeBron. You, yeah. you look at him. It, it honestly, if you go back to Tillman, game one, talking about what an honor it is to play. Like, I, maybe that matters. Like, you can't. Sure. Say, oh, I'm, I'm playing against LeBron here. I totally. And I understand that's what fuels him. And that's why he is what he is. The, the the incredibly effective defensive player he is. Do you really have to call him old? Like, isn't there a certain amount of? Is there? I'm just asking. Is there any disrespectfulness in that? Like, come on, man. Seriously. What? I don't know what. How else would you? Like to me, like it has to be something that is close enough to true. You're trying to pull. Correct. You're really, you think this is? I am. I want him to be. This is strategic. I think the Grizzlies. It's not just strategic. I, 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 I think the Grizzlies fear Anthony Davis more than they well, fear LeBron. Well, that's 100% true. And, and I think the difference they, last night is Anthony Davis was great in game one and was lousy last night. And while LeBron's stat line looks fine, one of eight from three. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to you over you folks about this in a little bit as well. But we got a busy, uh, we got a busy things we got to get to. Dan Devine is going to join us next. He is written about uh, last night's game. We'll talk to Dan next. Then Chris Harrington, he's got the piece up. Uh, about Xavier Tillman at the Daily Memphian, and then we will talk to you. It's a fun day on the Jeff Gawkin Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Trista Crick with BetQL. It takes a really, really good baseball team to cover the run line on the road. That 
is the Atlanta Braves this year. As an away team, the Braves are covering the run line, usually one and a half runs this season, to the tune of 80%. Conversely, the team has yet to cover a single time at home on the run line. That is an incredible stat and means that you can win twice, betting them to cover on the road and fading them at home. I'm Trista Crick, helping you keep the books. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple of years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming in. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot. So you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car smell. I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And of course, we're always open at RedRiverFordToyota.com. The NBA playoffs are here, and you can turn crossovers into cash with FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash JSmith, that's J-S-M-I-T-H, right now, and place a $5 bet, and you'll get an instant $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. Now, FanDuel's got great promotions every day, just in time for the playoffs. It's a safe and secure app, fun to use. You'll get paid instantly. When that money goes in, you win. You'll get it instantly, unlike some other sports books. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Just go to FanDuel.com slash JSmith and sign up to get $150 in bonus bets when you bet your first five bucks. That's FanDuel.com slash JSMITH. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA and of 929FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. Hey, Howie, what's that on your face? What do you think it is? It's just a little bit of sheetrock dust from our renovation that we have going on right now at the Robert Irwin Jewelers on Perkins Extended. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, and we're celebrating with up to 60% off our entire stock at all locations. Even diamonds? Diamond engagement rings, diamond fashion jewelry, diamond stud earrings, watches, gold chains, gold bracelets. Our entire stock is on sale. For complete details, go online to rijewelers.com. Shop early for best selection. All you CDL truck drivers and truck mechanics out there, are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connection and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefits of realizing their potential with trust and full support as a second chance company. We offer competitive pay, signing bonuses, tool allowance for our mechanics, and at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people. We all dream about buying our first home, a place where we can settle down, 
build our future, and create lasting memories. A place for us to call our own. Great Choice Home Loans can make it easier. With down payment assistance from Great Choice Home Loans, you can get $6,000 or 6% of the purchase price toward your home. So make your dream a reality. Ask your lender about Great Choice Home Loans or visit greatchoicetn.com today. Is your new year still falling flat? Do you avoid stairs with multiple steps? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy or low E. But Planet Fitness has the cure. With clean, spacious clubs and tons of equipment, you can boost your energy after one workout. Leave low E behind and find your big fitness energy at Planet Fitness. Join in the free PF app for $1 down, $10 a month. Limited time flash sale. Get the PF Classic card for only $1 down, $10 a month. Now through April 19th. See Home Club for details. Fun is in full bloom, Tennessee, and the Multiplier Instant Games are buzzing in. These colorful tickets offer chances to multiply your wins 10, 20, 50, and even 100 times. It's a beautiful day for bigger and bigger prizes, and they're right for the picking right now. Find the Multiplier Instant Games today at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, guys. This is Keenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that AutoTrader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. AutoTrader. I'm Bob Burke founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. Saturday, April 29th, come celebrate 901 night with your Memphis showboats take on the gamblers. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. Bring the whole crew to Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium with special ticket four-packs. Over the middle, jump, oh, he got his and get a free 901 Showboats hat. Fantastic seats get you right next to the action for just $10. And the Showboats chug right back into this game. Buy your tickets today at theusfl.com. Pack your bags, because it's time to hit the road, Jack. This April, at the all-new Southland Casino Hotel, we're giving you a chance to satisfy your wanderlust with our Hit the Road Jack giveaway. You could win either $10,000 or a trip to one of five Delaware North locations. But that's not all. Each winner will receive a finalist ticket to our $160,000 Miata Madness giveaways. 
That's every Friday and Saturday in April at the all-new Southland Casino Hotel. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Matty Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333, 309-133, located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com. So, Jeff, we're actually back, but we're having to configure our system here. So, uh, oh. Dan Devine is with Welcome. us. Yes, that, that Sorry, music, yes. It's a cold open. Beep, beep, beep. It's, it's a cold open, just like SNL. Is Dan mm-hmm. with us? Dan is with us. Dan, yes. how are you? Welcome I'm to doing- Saturday Night Live. It's, uh, it's a cold open here, by su- surprisingly. Uh, we're talking to Dan Devine. Dan Devine is senior writer at Yahoo Sports on Twitter, uh, at Your Man Devine, co-host of the new podcast, No Caprum, Do Not Miss It. Also has a piece up about the Grizzlies' win last night over the Lakers. I have tweeted it out. I urge you to read it. Um, did you have Xavier Tillman out playing Anthony Davis uh, on your <laughs> list of things you expected last night? You know, we, I, I say a lot of things on the podcast and the radio now, but I don't think I had that one. Um, although I will say... Because, you know, you, you so rarely get something even glancingly right in this line uh-huh. of work. Yeah. Um, I, did, I, I did sort of mention in the preview that I wrote at Yahoo Sports before the series went up, like, Xavier Tillman's actually played pretty well against Anthony Davis this season. It, it, a lot of, like, it's not as, as much of a physical mismatch as you might imagine, given Davis's height advantage and the obvious gigantic adva- uh, difference in the way that they are esteemed uh, and, you know, their, uh, their accolades, their resume. Xavier Tillman is a pretty tough, strong defender who is, you know, able to make some plays in space and, and you know, the, the doesn't get outworked very often. So it's like, I bet that they're going to try to like, let Xavier Tillman handle Anthony Davis as best as they can and let Jaron Jackson roam and try to do other things. And uh, it wasn't, you know, exactly that game plan last night, but Xavier Tillman doesn't look out of, you know, completely out of, out of sorts guarding him. And I think that, that was step one. It was, can you, you know, can you tamp down on Anthony Davis defensively, make everything harder for him? And then if you're able to, to shut, you know, shut the water off a little bit defensively, get out and run some and then watch what else opens up. It's the Grizzly. It's the math we've seen from the Grizzlies without Ja for the last couple of years, right? The, the, the recipe is our defense gets better. We, we work to run, and we see how much we can run through Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr., and the answer right now is you can run more through Jaron Jackson Jr., which makes everything else a lot easier. Uh, one of the things that you write about in your piece is how the Grizzlies have tried to deal with Anthony Davis's immense defensive impact, which, by the way, despite his struggles offensively last night, he was still a menace defensively. But you break down a little bit of sort of how they've tried to deal with that. What do you see as the approach um, that they've taken with and took with with Anthony Davis last night? Well, there were 
two points of comparison that I was thinking of. I, I don't think I actually wrote them in the piece, which good job by me, but that I was think, <laughs> thinking of as I was doing it. Um, one is, is in sport, one is cross sport. You would see sometimes it was, it was like peak Kawhi Leonard, and sometimes it still happens now, but mo- mostly when he was in at sort of the height of his powers pre-injuries in San Antonio, there would be some teams that would say, all right, well, what we're going to do, Kawhi's on our best guy. Well, we're just going to have that guy go away. <laughs> He's going to go stand over in the corner or spaced out 30 feet away, and Kawhi can't just leave him alone. And so then it's, we're going to play four on four. Uh, and, you know, yeah, I, it kind of stinks that we're going to have this guy be, our, be a decoy for a little bit, but, um, you know, we're, uh, it's not the, maybe the best, highest-functioning version of our offense not have our best player involved in it, but there, that leaves plenty of space for the other guys, and there's other, other places to attack. And the cross-sport one was – I remember a clip of Greg Maddox talking about how he would pitch to Barry Bonds, and he just kept saying, oh, well, that's easy. If it ever mattered, you walked him because, like um, – you know the 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 rules of the game say you got to get 27 outs. They don't they don't say where you got to get them. So like let's go find let's go find an easier one to get. And as I watched, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. park himself in the corner or run an action up top and then sort of flare out to the wing and Anthony Davis be paying attention to him while Xavier Tillman got a back you know through a backdoor uh, pass to a cutter to get into the paint or you had you know uh, Desmond Bain coming off a handoff on the other side or something like that like it just it just struck me oh yeah they're just trying the best they can to take advantage of Jaron Jackson Jr. being in the matchup by saying we're going to get Anthony Davis out of the paint and we're going to like you can't always do that with a, with your the stretch five you can't always there's some other, some other ways that are hard to do it but if he's going to guard Jaron Jackson Jr. then make Jaron Jackson Jr. go somewhere else and it's a very basic way to sort of I'm, I'm sure there's a more complicated breakdown that Taylor Jenkins and his staff can give you. But watching it, I'm like, oh, yeah, they made him stand someplace different. And by making him stand someplace different, that took the, the guy who's blowing up everything defensively away from the paint, and suddenly some more things started to open up. So I, I, I would imagine that in game three, Darvin Ham is going to say, well, instead, let's switch up the matchups. We'll put, you know, you know, find another place to stash AD. Maybe that's more Jared Vanderbilt on uh, Jared. Maybe that's you know, more LeBron on Jaron, I don't know. But the, the, the problem that I think they might run into there is, I, I, forget, I believe the stat was, uh, Jaron's 3-for-11 in the series when AD is the closest defender and 15-for-22 against everybody else. So there might be some pick-your-poison to it, and uh, that, the, the finding that last night was pretty nice for the Grizzlies. Yeah, if, you, if, if Jaron's destroying everybody else, you feel the need to put AD on him, and then if AD's on him, you can pull AD away from the basket, basically. And... and uh, it's fascinating. Now, having said all that, because have not exactly flourished offensively in these two games. Oh, for sure. You know, like they found enough to win last night. Uh, but as you point out, through these two games, 111 points, 100.4 points per 100 possessions, which would be 27th in the league over uh, uh, over the course of the regular over the regular season. Um, is this sustainable? I gather I didn't see the TNT crew. They were basically killing the Lakers for the effort that the Lakers made last night. I, there are two sides to this, obviously. Um, thoughts on that? Yeah, I, uh, so I'll be – I mean, obviously all of those guys know a lot more about this than I right. ever will and have forgotten a lot more about it than I'll ever know. I think that's a, a way – it strikes me as a, a way that a lot of analysis goes where when one team doesn't, you know, doesn't score very well, it's like, well, they're, just, they're not doing things right. And a little bit less like – well, the other team's doing stuff too. You know, like right. the, 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 the Grizzlies didn't just like lay down on the floor and the Lakers missed shots against air. The Grizzlies made them do that or, or certainly had a hand in helping them to do that. Um, and on, on the offensive end, the other side of it is just, 
like, obviously there, there aren't, there's nobody else who does the jaw stuff the way jaw does it, uh, you know, in Memphis and very few anywhere who do that stuff. But, um, I think the, the, the issue with the offense is more like you, so, I mean, sometimes it's, it's, it's functional. It's like, well, Luke Kennard hasn't gotten going off a screen recently, and that's kind of the bread and butter there. But also that the Lakers deserve credit for that. They've been an awesome defensive team basically since they flipped the, the roster at the trade deadline, and they're attuned to the kind of, you know, keeping, you know, keep tracking those guys as they're running around screens off in space and making it harder for those guys to get to their preferred actions. Um, I think you're going to need more out of Desmond Bain. Uh, Bain was great in the first half last night, but the, the overall the shooting, I believe, down around 30, you know, maybe 33 yeah. or 34% for the series. Uh, I think more like five turnovers against one assist last night. Now some of that uh, is mitigated some by Tyus Jones being in there, and obviously the one thing everybody knows about Tyus Jones is the assist-to-turnover ratio. Um, but uh, you just, you're, you're going to need more explosion somewhere else. And you, get, I mean, you don't have to give back the game you got from, Des, from uh, Xavier Tillman, but you also don't necessarily anticipate you're going to get uh, a repeat of it. So where, where's the other sources of points there? The, the like, most likely one is going to have to be Bain. The Lakers know that too, but uh, it, it, with a couple of days more uh, you know, of time and then the extra film to see how they're attacking Bain when he's coming off the screens, they started to trap him a little bit last night uh, in the second quarter, I think it was, and that caused some problems, but then Memphis had a pretty quick adjustment to say, well, we're going to start running you off of more like double screens, stagger screens to make it more difficult for uh, the second defender to gotta get over the top and try to take the ball out of Bain's hands. Also, even if you, if you do that, then, then you've got a four-on-three behind the play if Bain can you know, be anticipatory on the read and move the ball ahead of it. So there, there are ways to attack those things. The Lakers are a really good defense, and it's hard, it's not, they're not going to make it easy to attack them, but uh, with enough sort of you know, drills, some reps, and some, some uh, anticipation of what you're going to see. There are, there are opportunities for the Grizzlies to get there. And I think the thing you take away that's most heartening from last night, overall the statistics don't necessarily bear it out, but the, you were getting the ball movement, the side-to-side stuff that you know, results in uh, David, David Roddy corner threes, uh, you know, Santi Aldama gets, being able to step into rhythm shots. Obviously, the you know, relying on young guys in these sort of circumstances is always a little bit dicey. But the, I think the kinds of looks that you're hoping to get the pressure releases when uh, LA turns up the pressure on your your number one guys, like they're getting more of those looks. And you know, uh, it's a little bit trite to say make or miss league. But if you make uh, you know ten of thirty five threes, uh, you might lose, and if you make thirteen of thirty five threes, you might win. Sometimes the, the margins are that thin. You have the additional uh, wrinkle that Ja may be returning. Uh, we don't know. I suspect he will. If it was touch and go last night up to the very last hour, one would imagine that with more days to heal, he might well play in Los Angeles. Um, he didn't play particularly well in game one, particularly well, not for Ja. Um, and, and now he's going to be coming back at, to some degree uh, impaired, I imagine, not not full strength jaw. What do you make of that? Like they, they've just won with this one for all, all for one, don't turn the ball over, fierce defense, um, spirit and effort. And now reintegrating jaw, um, who plays differently, obviously dramatically more explosive. Um, but what do you make of the, the challenge of sort of pulling that off for Taylor Jenkins and the Grizzlies? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, you're absolutely right to note that it's going to be a challenge and it's, it's weird, you know, we saw it to some degree also with the uh, the Bucks the, the Bucks last night where 
you know, they, everyone expects they're going to, you know, they're going to find themselves down 0-2 because they're playing without Giannis. But the, the, when you know you don't have the guy, you can kind of say, well, okay, we, we understand how we need to play and how it's going to need to be different. Whereas if you have the guy but he's not, you know, capital T, capital right. G, the guy, it can sometimes be a little bit dicey to walk between worlds there. Um, I mean, I think it's, it is it – is, a level of discomfort that Taylor Jenkins and the staff and everybody else are just going to have to deal with because obviously the, the, the version of the Grizzlies that plays at the peak of its potential is one where John Morant is on the ball an awful lot and attacking downhill. I think what you have to do is uh, maybe hope for uh, – if, if Jaw's not going to be him, his full self and you would understand why, I think the hope would be that you're, you're getting what you saw maybe those first few games after he came back from his suspension where every, the, the pecking order was still sort of there. Like, we understand we're playing through Jaron Jackson now. We, 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 uh, not, not fully, but like we are go- that's the way we're going to do things. We're, gonna, uh, we're not going to throw out the baby with the bathwater in terms of the positive things we found elsewhere. Uh, and then it's going to be on Ja to kind of get in where he fits into that. And Ja was able to do that in those first few games back. Then the sort of traditional rhythm got started. But I think for that first game, you, you, need, you need to say, well, well, what worked for us last time? And, you know, where do we fit Ja into it as opposed to, all right, throw out, throw out game two, let's go back to game one. Um, and then from there, I mean, the thing that I'm going to be, I think is going to be most interesting as we move forward is there's two games, two days now between two and three, and then they play on Friday. And then from there on, it's a game every other day. And LeBron played 39 minutes last night. AD has played, I think, 74, 75 minutes the first two games of the series. Um, they're relying on uh, those two guys, obviously, to be on the court an awful lot. And that's been a recipe for sometimes some things can go wrong for the Lakers. And so who's got kind of the, the bigger gas tank to get across the finish line? Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting. And if the, if the Grizzlies can break back and you know, sort of uh, retain home court, get back home court advantage with game three, the opportunity to lean on a more top-heavy, older team uh, could certainly work in their favor. Yeah, because I don't know if you knew this, but LeBron is old. Uh, <laughs> so, so, says, so says Dylan Brooks. The, the, um, sorry, sorry, the directness with which he said that blew my mind. Like, oh, yeah, no, it doesn't bother me. He's old. And I was like, damn, somebody is saying that about me somewhere in the world right now. He's I, like, I don't mind what he says. He's old. I, I'm embarrassed by the fact that after he said it, you hear my cackle slash wheeze, but I was simply uh, stunned. I I, 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 I wish I had said not, not reacted, but I just didn't expect. I don't care. He's old. Um, so I, I don't know. Like, I appreciate his candor, and I also appreciate that in order for him to be the defensive player he is, he needs this stuff. That, sure. that seemed excessive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, in my notes, I've been watching the game last night. You know, the, when they, when they sort of got tangled up in the what is it, the third quarter, I was like, well, this seems like a bad idea. Things are going pretty well. Uh, maybe just kind of keep doing things the way you've been doing them. But uh, that's you know, that's Dylan Brooks. He gets itchy. Yeah, uh, Dan, it's Dan Devine on uh, Twitter at your man Devine, senior writer at Yahoo, has a piece up on the Grizzlies. I urge you to read it and of course listen to the podcast. No cap room. Thank you, Dan. Thanks so much, Jeff. Take care, it's Dan Devine. Chris Harrington coming up next, and then we'll talk to y'all. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.